You're listening to the Weekly Wrap-Up on Sprott Money News. Well, greetings once again from Sprott Money News and SprottMoney.com. It's Friday, the 9th of February. It's been a crazy week in the markets, but this is your Weekly Wrap-Up. I'm your host, Craig Hemke. Joining us to wrap it up is Eric Sprott himself. Eric, good morning. Hey, Craig. Uh, happy to be here. Uh, lots of wild and crazy things going on, so uh, let's try to cut through it. We'll do our best, won't we? Uh, but hey, uh, you know, gold has been up and down this week, and I know you watch it like a hawk, and you've seen this week's crazy fluctuations. I think there's a great opportunity for our listeners to take advantage of this amazing deal that Sprott Money's offering. For a limited time only, you can actually buy a one-ounce Royal Canadian Mint Gold Bar for only nineteen ninety-nine over spot. That's about half off what the regular premium is. Now, it's open to Canadian listeners for home delivery or storage in Toronto, but American listeners can also take advantage of this limited-time deal by purchasing and storing at Sprott Money's storage facility in Toronto. So here's what you do. You call 888-861-0775 or visit SprottMoney.com for more info. How's that sound to you? Pretty good deal. I remember uh, back in, I think it was 05 or 06, I had a lot of gold sitting at uh, the Royal Canadian Mint in Ottawa, they had a little downtime, and they asked me if I'd convert my bars to coins, and I said, yeah, I might do that. What, uh, what would you charge me? And they charged me six fifty. That was, And that was a huge, you know, tens of millions of gold, six fifty an ounce. But that's when gold was like $400. So if you can do that at uh, $19, at $1,300, that's a hell of a deal. So uh, that's something that uh, if I didn't already own a as many coins as I need, I'd be right in there. Yeah, no doubt about it. I'm sure, especially our Canadian listeners, they know all about the one-ounce Royal Canadian Mint Gold Bars, and to get them for 20 bucks over spot, that's that's outstanding. And given the world uh, as it is, and the way the markets are, and the way this year is shaping up, man, I tell you what, uh, it's probably a good time to be buying some. Eric, we, uh, we had a drawback in price this week, but... Uh, that's probably more because of what's been going on in the equity markets around the globe. And that's probably all because of what's been going on in the bond market. So we'll just leave it there and uh, let you pick up and run with it. Sure. Well, I think the, the, we, you should always go back to first principles to try to figure out what just happened, okay? Because what happened has been very dramatic here with 2,000-point down days in a four-day period. And, of course, what happened was that interest rates started rising, and some people put it down to the uh, jobs report on Friday that uh, you and I discussed. And by the way, it wasn't even that strong a jobs report when you took out the hours worked that fell during the week. But nonetheless, the market went on its way and, and raised rates. But when you step back and look at the interest rate environment, the U.S. government in particular, I mean, here you have the Fed saying, we're going to be a seller of bonds. And then you have a, a budget thing passed this uh, this evening or this morning, and we're adding going to plunk another three hundred billion on top of the debt. And if rates are already up a point, you have another two hundred billion of interest. You finally say, well, how are we going to how can rates possibly stay here? And I think that is by far the overriding story. Now, within it, and 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 mostly on Monday, we had this uh, blow up in short vol. And uh, they were notes. I call them Goldilocks notes. Goldilocks notes are notes that uh, people think, well, everything's going to stay the same, and I'm just going to sit here and clip coupons all the time. And then they find out that we're not in a, a Goldilocks environment. Now we're finding out we're in a wicked witch environment. 
and and things are, I think are going to spread from the short vol to other things, let alone having margin calls and things like that. Because I, I, unless the market goes down, I think rates go higher, and it's almost like the, you almost have to have the stock market go down to keep rates under control, <laughs> and, and that's only for a very short time. Uh, because ultimately, you got to do bond issues. I gather that the 30-year bond issue was just a joke. I think that was yesterday. Uh, like the bid to cover was weak, and mm-hmm. the, it's, it priced above a uh, new issue expected price. Uh, so I think all eyes should be on the bond market here, and and follow all the and, and think about all the repercussions that could come through. We also saw that uh, equity fund sales last week. I think were something like, well, a record high for quite a while. I'm not even a record all-time fund sales. So this is people cashing in. So I think to our listeners, um, don't get hung up in, you know, whether we have inflation or deflation or stuff like that. I I think we have a market, the bond market, uh, that's out of whack here where the people who have to buy the bonds are going to be outweighed by the people who are supplying the bonds, and the rates are going to go higher. And if the rates go higher, of course, the obvious impact on the economy is and valuations. The economy and valuations is incredibly negative. So that's what we should all be watching for. Let's stay there for a second, Eric, because this seems to be a real conundrum in that uh, twice now the 10-year has gotten to this point of 2.88%. Now, why it's that point, I have no idea. We were 202 five months ago, and now we're at 288. That's a tremendous move. Uh, it's a 40% move in that rate. Right. And it's twice it's gotten to 288 and twice the market has crashed. I mean, are are we at a spot here where, I mean, we just can't have longer rates go any higher? That's what the issue is. that Because the mortgage rates move in lockstep with the 10-year, and all of a sudden, you know, mortgage rates go up 80 basis points. Well, it makes everything unaffordable, right? It was pretty pretty skinny getting in the way it was because by reducing down payments by having low interest in that, you know, you raise interest rates. Oh my goodness! The the cost to the first time buyer just explodes. So um, that's why. And and, and it's, it's not just the the economic impact, as I point out about rates. It's the valuation because we compare bond yields to stock yields. So if bond yields keep going up and stock yields are flat, stocks start losing the contest. Uh, so we all have to be very wary of it. And one of the things that I might point out um, to listeners, having been a, a person who has to trade in markets, and one of the worst mm-hmm. things that ever happens to you in a, in a market is you show your hand. <laughs> in other words, you put the sell order in. Well, you know, you're like a, a chicken going off to slaughter here because the HFTs are just sitting there waiting for you. And they see your order coming in to sell, and or it's put in by your broker because it's a margin call, and he doesn't hide the fact that he just wants to pound it. And then, of course, the HFTs jump all over it, and you get a you get a faster decline than you would otherwise get. And this, of course, is one of the great weaknesses of the market has been the whole non-regulation of high high frequency traders, which was great when things are going up, but it's going to be the opposite when things are going down, and you're mm-hmm. going to get more extremes. Uh, in daily changes, and I think that's part of it here. You got you got lots of people trading against you all the time here, and as we get more and more people kind of being forced to do things or panicking or whatever, then the HFTs just have a field day. 
So, and one last question on this then, Eric, if, if we've reached a ceiling, you know, if the 10 year can't go past, let's just call it 3%, let's round up to 3%. If the 10 year can't go past 3% without crashing the market due to all the, you know, all the leverage in the bond market and everything else and the leverage in the stock market, if the 10 year can't go past 3%, what does that do to all this, you know, Fed goon stuff about how many times they're going to hike rates this year? Yeah. Well, of course it puts it all at risk, right? Yeah. And that's the question, you know, when does the the Fed step in, how, how, how low do they let the market go before they have to say, okay, well, maybe we should reconsider all of this. And, of course, if they, the minute they say they're reconsidering, uh, gold and silver will go crazy on the upside. Um, but that's the risk they have. You either let it tank, yeah. and maybe there is some resolve there, Craig. It's hard to imagine there's resolve, but maybe there is some resolve at the Fed that they want to get these rates through. Uh, God knows why they would, because they're going to destroy the economy and the markets at the same time but uh the risk we have and um it's very omnipresent right there it's all negative for long holders in the stock market look it's all negative unless the fed capitulates and uh, we're not seeing much in the way of that having listened to uh the bank of england yesterday talking about you know rates increases sooner more often uh, looks like Fed speak is uh, is likely to re- remain hawkish. Well, we'll see. We're down S and P's down eight percent since last Friday, Eric. So if we're down another eight percent by next Friday, we'll see how that changes. Um, in, in terms of gold and silver, though, my friend, let's wrap up here. Uh, it's been a tough week. Uh, it's kind of the baby getting thrown out with the bathwater to some extent, and, and not unlike what we saw in two thousand eight, where gold went from a thousand down to seven hundred before going to nineteen hundred. Uh, okay. How do you feel about, uh, we'll just call it the, the metals at this point, sure. uh, given what we've seen? Yeah. Well, I think, look, at relatively, they've done well. I mean, I could sit here as a guy with a big portfolio, and I said, well, thank God my gold's only down 2%, and my silver's only down 2%. Well, everything I could have owned could be down 8 or 10 Yeah. Uh, so I'm not, and I'm not hurting here. Uh, so I think, relatively, uh, these things have done exactly what we would expect, They've probably been suppressed, like the natural instinct should be to buy gold in this kind of environment. We'll see what happens today here. Um, you know, lots of people in the world are going to be turn, trying to find things to, um, to invest in that can hold their own. And I think we're already seeing that gold and silver look like they're filling that role. And, you know, to me, I mean, I love the fact that the, the cryptos have kind of crapped out here. We're in a bond bear market we're in a bond bear market, and we're getting close to a stock bear market. Yeah, you couldn't ask for it any better for people to pay more attention to gold and silver. Yeah, we're getting washed out in the commitment of traders report too, Eric. The new one today will probably show a pretty bullish configuration. I would hope so. Well, all right, my friend. It has been an interesting week. It is going to be another interesting week ahead. I'm afraid. Um, we're going to look forward to next week. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's it, it it's intriguing. To see all the, the machinations kind of back and forth between uh, the, the Fed and the banks and uh, the equity investors, it certainly gives us a lot to talk about, doesn't it? It will do for sure. All right, my friend, have a great weekend. Okay, Craig, you too. And from all of us here at Sprott Money News and SprottMoney.com, thanks for listening. Hey, be sure to go to SprottMoney.com and check out that deal. 20 bucks over spot for a one-ounce Royal Canadian Mint Gold Bar. That's a heck of a deal. Go check it out today. And we'll talk to you again next week.